everybody, and welcome to New Best Friends, where the friends are new and the new are friends, and the friends might be best. I think I think we might have to work on that tagline a little bit, Gabby. It's a little long, but we're gonna we're gonna work on it. My name is Gabby Jordan Brown. I am one of your hosts, and I'm hosting this podcast with fellow comedian and scientist. Nick Cohen, and we have spent the past few months in quarantine scientifically figuring out what truly makes people best friends. You know, there's a lot of talk these days about, you know, getting to know people via the internet and how do we do this kind of stuff in quarantine? And I think Gabby and I have really uh, turned it into a science. Yeah, you know, uh, these days during quarantine, it's harder than ever to meet new people, to strike up small talk. As it turns out, none of this was necessary in the first place. You never needed to meet a new person. You never needed to come up with small talk because guess what? If you use our scientifically proven experiment, you will have a new best friend. So today, we are introducing two guests who do not know each other, who may or may not become new best friends. First up, you know him as a legendary improviser in the New York improv scene. Please welcome Michael Bird. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. And you may know this wonderful gentleman as the host of the open mic and Hathaway Presents, a wonderful stand-up comedian, actor, and person extraordinaire, Aaron Abelot Clements. Thank you. You left out Jester and Squire. And, and Squire. Aaron is a, a medieval man. Now, mm -hmm. it's important to note for the purposes of this podcast and this experiment in general that this is solely about friendship and uh, romance will never come into play. So if you two start falling in love with each other, we will have to pull the plug. Gabby and I do not support the idea of romance. We do not believe in romantic love. We are here purely for the sake of friendship. Now to kick off this new and epic best friendship, uh, we want you both to, to introduce yourselves to each other. You know, first impressions do go a long way when mm -hmm. creating a new best friend, um, but so does clarity. So we want you to introduce yourselves to each other, but say what you do for a living as if you were talking to a five-year-old child. Bird, let's kick it off with you. Hi, Aaron. Hello. So uh, I... Want to tell you what I do for uh, my grown-up job. Grown-up job just means what I have to do for money. I have to uh, work for for that money, and so my work is for you know how we live in a town, mm -hmm. and, and the town is like a city. Mm -hmm. So I work I work for that city. Uh, so that's what I do. I, I work for that city. So the city gives me the green rectangle money Ooh. that I can then buy stuff with. So that's that's what I do. I work for the city. For I money. love green rectangles. Barrett, <laughs> do you understand? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, that felt like it was better suited for a four-year-old than a five-year-old, but we will accept that answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we'll cross that off the list. Aaron, why don't you go ahead with your explanation? Hi. Hello. Hi there. You have a teacher? That's great. Um, sometimes teachers such as yours um, don't have all the things they need. They don't have books or resources. Do you know what a resource is? <laughs> no. 
I don't know the resources. Well, it's something that you use. So in your class with your teacher, you might use a book or some blocks or Legos or things like that. Uh, but sometimes teachers can't get those things. So I work for an organization that helps teachers get what they need for their students, because sometimes the schools don't give them what they need. They give them nada, which is nothing in Spanish. I love I love resources. I'm so glad. I'm so happy you love resources. <laughs> All right. Well, Aaron just taught a five-year-old to love capitalism. So <laughs> listen, we're not here to get rid of the system. We're here to put a band-aid on it for the people who can't. We'll cross that off the list. Uh, Nick, do you want to introduce our new game? Our first game, rather. I thought that was our first game. Do you not consider that a game? <laughs> um, I would consider that an obligation. And this, what's upcoming, is a game. Okay. So the way this game works, we're calling it pro-con-neutral. Pro-con-neutral, to break it out for you. And what we've learned is that it helps when people have similar feelings about certain topics. And if they don't, it's important for them to reconcile why they have those differences. So what Gabby and I are gonna do is go through a list of topics. It could be everything from bananas to golden retrievers and all the things in between that. And what we want you to do is to simply say in unison, pro, con, or neutral. We will count down to three to help the unison go more smoothly. Exactly. So we just want to hear like, are you generally favorable towards this? Are you not favorable towards it? Or do you not really have an opinion? If you say the same answer, great, we move on. If you say different answers, you each have 15 seconds to explain to the other person why you chose your answer. And you have to come to an agreement before we can move on to the next topic. Wow, this is very time heavy. This is very quick. <laughs> it may seem that way, but we've done the research and uh, we collaborated with Stanford on this. Don't uh, look up uh, Stanford University because they will not say that we uh, collaborated with them on this because this is too cutting edge of an experiment. Yeah, also, it was a, Gabby, it was just a guy named Harry Stanford. I lied that it was the university. Was he a doctor? No. Well, Gabby, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this later. I, I've got to come clean about some about a few things. Are you even Nick Cohen? Is that your name? Gabby, I said we'll talk about this later. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to throw out the first topic, and I'm also going to count to three, and you're going to say pro, con, or neutral. First topic, lizards. One, two, three. Pro. Aaron, kick it off. Why are you pro lizard? Um, I love lizards. Uh, I've always liked lizards. I think they're a cool animal. I think they're cool and unique. And um, I have family in Florida and we would see lizards and um, they are cute. All right, that's time. Bird, why are you neutral towards lizards? When I first heard the word lizard, I literally had no feeling towards them at all. I just know them as a amphibian uh, or reptile, I should say, maybe. And I realized at that moment, I just didn't really care about lizards. But if I had to choose pro or neutral con, I would definitely go pro. That's time. Aaron, do you find Bird's answer satisfactory? Absolutely. Uh, I would not care if he hated them either. 
Um, okay, let's move on to our next topic. Um, so what I'm going to say is the 1980s, the decade, the 1980s, in one, two, three. Neutral. Oh, we got a little reverse here. Bird, why don't you kick us off? Why are you pro the 1980s? Uh, well, one, I'm an 80s baby, so I was born in the 80s, so I already have a connection there. Uh, I think the 80s was a good time for uh, a big boom for music, big boom for style. I think that uh, movies were, were huge in the 80s. I mean, that's, there's a reason why there's 80s movies are iconic, 80s music is iconic, and 80s styles is like, iconic. I just think it was a really fruitful year for goodness. And again, I was born in the 80s. All right, that's time. And Aaron, why do you not like movie styles, music, and the the decade that Bird was born? Okay, so I was gonna be pro for all of the reasons he said, all of the pop culture, all all of the music, everything, all, all those things from the '80s I tend to enjoy. And then I remembered AIDS, and I thought that was a really bad time for AIDS. So I have to bring it down to a neutral. I have to knock it down a notch just for that reason. And I think about Ronald Reagan doing nothing. Bird, do you? Do you find do you find Aaron's answer satisfactory? Do you understand why he would come to a neutral conclusion? You know, I forgot about AIDS um, in the '80s, and I've seen Dallas Buyers Club, so I um, have to agree with Aaron that I'm going to go neutral as well. <laughs> but I love everything else. The power of friendly debate. How great it is. <laughs> we had our time. But I was going to say I feel like I love everything except for Ronald Reagan and AIDS from that mm-hmm. time. <laughs> We've come to a conclusion. We love the pop culture. We love the movies. We don't like AIDS. And the movie Dallas Buyers Club is great. And speaking of movies, how do we feel about the film You, Me, and Dupree? One, two, three. Neutral. Neutral. Moving on. Next. All right. Let's <laughs> okay. Uh, what do we have next? We have uh, nuclear warfare in three, two, one. Um, All right, on. Moving on. Um, the province slash city slash uh, place of Las Vegas. Three, two, one. Oh. All right. Moving on. Uh, we have rocks. Three, two, one. Wow. All right, we have we have two more. Gabby, why don't you go ahead? All right, we are now talking about watermelon flavored candy. It is important to note that I do not mean watermelons, and if you comment on watermelons themselves, we will have to terminate the entire study as that was not the question. Uh, but watermelon flavored candy. We're gonna go to three, two, one. Pro, pro, pro. <gasps> All right, Aaron, give us your 30 seconds and go! Uh, what can I say about watermelon flavored candies other than it's one of my favorite flavors? I always go for it first. I think it tastes sweet and somehow also refreshing in the candy, which doesn't make sense. But it does make sense because watermelons are the maybe the most refreshing fruit and the most watery, potentially. Lots of water. And it doesn't really taste like watermelon, but I still like it. And I like the color of them. They're usually a light pink. That's time. Watermelons were mentioned, so you may be disqualified, but maybe not. Bird, give us your rebuttal. Go! 
I won't eat a watermelon flavored candy just for health reasons. Not that I'm diabetic or anything. Uh, I've just been on a really big health kick uh, recently, especially since quarantine. And yeah, I've just been putting really good food in my body. And I feel like when I think about watermelon flavored candy, that just, there just seems there's no benefit to putting that in your body outside of maybe some temporary dopamine uh, kick. Um, but outside of that, I just I just don't think it's good for you. Not good for your teeth. Not good for your body. We are over time. Aaron, do you find Bird's answer satisfactory? And if no, you will get a lightning round rebuttal. Well, I, I did make me reflect on my life and my choices and all the times I was like, I'm going to eat healthier this time around. And then, I, and then, you know, my whole apartment is watermelon candies and I just keep falling back into it. So I think Bird here is a good influence. Well, that's what best friendship is all about. Gabby, I kind of feel like we should end on that one with how heated that one got. I, I completely <laughs> agree. I wouldn't want to risk any more of a, a pendulum shift in this uh, new friendship. Um, so that was our first game. Uh, second. Or second game, depending on, depending on uh, what you think of the introductions. Well, that was um, an obligation, not a game, once again, due okay, to... We can talk about this afterwards. Let's go ahead, Gabby. Why don't you introduce our next game? Our next game! You guys may or may not know the game 20 Questions. 20 Questions, a universally beloved game. You're both nodding, so you do know it. You are each going to think of someone or something uh, that is important to you, and also someone or something that... Um, the other person might be able to guess what that thing is. So probably the right thing isn't to be like, my dad. And then it's like, oh, but, although, you know what? Maybe, what am I even saying? Bird. Yes. Let's have you go first. So do you have your uh, person, place, or thing that you are going to be trying to get Aaron to guess? Yeah, I got it. All right, Aaron, 20 questions starting now. Is this a person? Yes. Oh, wow, off to a good start. Is this person famous? Yes. Is this person really famous? Yes. Oh, so really, really famous. Okay, is this person really, really, really? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> what is that, no three questions? Backs. Yeah, you're at three. Is this person a woman? No. Okay. Is this person funny? Probably, no, no. No? Not famous, oh, not, okay. Not, not famous for being funny. Not famous for being funny. Is this person, is this person a performer of some kind? No. Okay, no. Is this person a politician of some kind? No. Okay. What other things can, is this person an athlete of some kind? No. What can he be famous for? Is this person an artist of some kind? No. You're at nine. What's a famous man who's not funny? How many things can you be famous for? <laughs> Is this person alive? No. No, okay. Is this person oft quoted? Yes. Is this person known for their kind of like impact on the world? Yes. I don't, I want to ask, do I have three questions left? No, you have eight. Oh, okay, good. Um, I have to rack my brain for famous people. I can't keep a lot of information in there at a time. Is this person from the U.S.? 
No. No. Okay. Am I allowed to Google things? No. <laughs> Do you think friendship not? is about Googling things? If we could Google friendship, <laughs> we all would have done it by now. You said that this person wasn't an artist. Um, do you consider an author to be an artist? Yeah, author would be an artist. Okay, so idiot. that means it's not an author. You could have just asked, is it an author? <laughs> Someone has social impact on the world who's dead, who's not a politician and not from the US. Um, okay, well, let's go continents. Is this person from Europe? You said they're not from the US. No. Are they from Asia? Yes. Yes, okay. A famous dead person from Asia. I I can't remember who is alive. Here's my question. Um, is the Dalai Lama alive? <laughs> he's always alive, isn't there? Always he the is, isn't he? Yeah, he's alive. Uh, There's always a Dalai Lama. You're right. You're right. You see, this is what I was afraid of. I can't. I don't retain a lot of information. Okay, let's go through the letters. Does this person's name start with an A? <laughs> No. You have one question left, Aaron. No. <laughs> does it start with a B? Yeah. <laughs> it does? I guarantee you I'm not going to know this person or at least think of them off the top of my head. Uh, you got this, Aaron. Think. Whose name starts with a B? Okay, was this person alive in the 90s? Not 90s. Um, yeah, sure, 90s. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You were kind yeah. of close when you said Dalai Lama. Um, is it Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, who do you think it was? Since you had a guess, I thought it was the Buddha. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was the Buddha. Of course. See, I thought you were going to say Confucius. <laughs> I'm starting to get a sense of who you are. Oh yeah. Right down the experiment. <laughs> the experiment. It's working. Experiment. We gotta keep going. It's Aaron, working. now it's all on you. Do you have your person, place, or thing in mind that is of import to you? Yes. All right, Bird, kick it off. Uh is it a person? Yes. Okay. Uh is it a male? No. Is it a female? Yes. Okay. Is she alive? Yes. Is she an artist? Yes. Is she under 35? Yes. <laughs> is she a musician? No. Is she an actress? I want to say no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, she's not officially She's not officially an actress, but she does some type of performing it sounds like. Um, okay. Is she in her 20s? Yes. Okay. Okay, that's ten. Is she is she a writer? Yes. Okay. Um so she's a writer. Has she written for TV? No. <laughs> has she has she written for movies? No. Has she <laughs> I Has thought she this written... was gonna be easier. I'm sorry. <laughs> is she is she an author? No. Okay, <laughs> but she's written. Has she written for? Has she written for like um, like internet type of things? Um, define internet type things like web series. Yeah, web series. I don't think so. Oh man, 
Is she funny? Is she like yes. known as the funny? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, she's a 20-year-old writer who's funny, and she's famous. The famous 20-year-old writer. And I, I assume, like, I would know her, or at least I should know her. Like, she's she's famous famous I'm assuming did was one of the questions that this person was famous um I think so I think that was one of my earlier questions I think I don't think it was my question it was it oh my god is it should I ask okay uh is she famous uh not yet so I wouldn't know her oh my god oh this changes the game thank you for uh telling me that Gabby okay so she's not famous are you related to her no Three more questions. She's not famous. She's not famous. She will be famous. She's a writer. She's mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. You know of her, mm-hmm. but probably Gabby and Nick wouldn't know of her, and I certainly wouldn't know of her either. So the idea of saying her name is impossible. Um, she's a writer, and mm-hmm. she's not famous. Oh my yeah. god! Now I'm stuck. Holy <laughs> shit! Now I don't know where to go. You I'm sorry. This would be easy? I do want to. I do want to once again jump in and say, did was one of the questions ever that um uh, that sorry that we wouldn't know of this person because I don't know that that came up. Yeah, I don't know. That's that a that good. Came that's up. a good point. Um, is this person? Oh man, I don't want to wait. I only have three questions. Okay. You could ask if it was someone you would know. I mean, then it, then my mind would go to like somebody in the comedy community in New York City. Um, and then, then, then I'd really be overwhelmed uh, to think about budding female uh, writer, funny females. I'm in it now. I believe in you. I think you can get this. <laughs> Is it Gabby? No, don't, that's not my question. Um, <laughs> would would I know her? Yes. <laughs> Is she currently on the Zoom call right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How many? Qu- you have one more okay. question first. Is it Nick? <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's Gabby, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's Gabby. I, oh. I will interject outside of the wow. realm of science and just say I knew that Aaron was talking about me the minute you were like, is she a writer or for TV? And you were like, no. <laughs> because you're working on a pilot. <laughs> So I didn't know the answer yet. I was like, I mean, te- technically, kind of, yeah. but you don't know all my IMDb credits. How sweet! Well, I should have known. I should have known when you said when I asked, "Is she famous?" and you said she will be. I should have immediately thought Gabby at that point. Yeah, because I wasn't gonna pick someone like you didn't know, um, and I thought it would actually be really easy to pick someone on the Zoom call. But I can see why. Um, it might be like misleading. Bert, I liked when you were like, is it Gabby? No, I'm just kidding. That's not my question. <laughs> yeah, when you said that, I was like, I don't know if you noticed, my eyes got bigger for a second. I did I like, notice. I noticed your eyes. I noticed you were like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I was trying to give you a hint be because I, if you believed it wasn't Gabby, then we'd never get there. Well, Aaron, <laughs> I'm glad you think that one day I will be a famous science researcher. Nick, Shall we move on to our <laughs> next game? All right, game number three. Now, one of the things that Gabby and I have discovered in our research is that what we consume becomes who we are. And not just in the world of food, but also in the world of entertainment. So I bet that each of you has a favorite movie, a movie that you've watched hundreds of times, a movie that's always on the list of things you'll throw on. Now, what you're gonna do, you're gonna think of that movie, 
and you are going to explain this movie to the other person as vaguely as possible using as few details as you can, but with enough to, to give them some kind of clue as to what the movie is. And then you are going to take turns uh, guessing the other person's movie. So just to give you guys an example, if I were to pick Little Miss Sunshine, I would say family goes on a road trip, white, dysfunctional, modeling, need I say more? I, I sort of like rotate between like, this is my favorite movie now, but I'm going to pick the one that I think is the most well-known of those rotations. Um, so a boy grows up into a man and um, he kind of closes himself off to love in certain times of his life, but in the very end, and he finds it and he comes from a bit of a, a difficult family situation and um i don't know if i'm being too vague give us a little more a little more give what? us some themes okay okay and while it's one of the issues he has a hard time coming to terms with love is because he's a gay man and it's the story of his life in three stages from a youngin to a teenager to an adult Moonlight. It's Moonlight. Yeah. So much of friendship. I was thinking Forrest Gump. Yeah. I, th I was thinking <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine. I think this uh, this is going to be an experiment in, in how little I know because I feel like I haven't seen a lot of <laughs> movies or I don't retain them. I'm not good at retaining information. All right, Bird, we want you to, to kick it off and, and give us a give us only the crumbs. I'm going to go with, okay. Ooh, all right. A really nerdy scientist is uh, tasked with helping stop a really uh, bad thing from happening. And a... Um, He's actually teamed up with a very savory, rugged man. Um, so they're kind of like an odd couple of sorts. I think I'm, I'm, maybe no. Is it Back to the Future? It's not Back to the Future. Okay, I haven't seen that movie, but I, I thought it sounds like it might fit the description. Oh gosh, I haven't seen enough movies. Can I forfeit? <laughs> well, the, uh, the the situation they're trying to stop, the bad situation they're trying to stop is basically um, miss, missiles being launched into California uh, oh. to destroy San Francisco. I'm certain I haven't seen this movie. <laughs> I am 100% certain. I'm so sorry. All right, Bird, why don't you go ahead and reveal? Wait, did Nick and Gabby, do y'all know what I'm talking about? Is it Scarface? No, it's the it, it's the Rock with Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, I thought that was more well known. When you guys were describing that movie, I immediately thought of 
That's the journey of Bird and Aaron. <laughs> who's the scientist and who's the uh, rugged male? That's what will decide in your friendship. Well, Bird, I am sorry. I keep letting you down. No, no, no. It's all good. I, you know, that movie is not as well known as I thought. I only picked that movie because I that was my childhood movie fave growing up. I saw that movie maybe 50 or 60 times. I've, I like I counted. Oh, damn. How many times I've seen that movie. Gabby, do you want to kick us over to game number four? Um, I sure do. So this we are just going to I have taken from the Internet um, s- some friend compatibility quizzes uh, designed by probably young teenagers and I'm going to uh, uh, throw each one of you a question, and I'll ask one of you to answer it, and then I'll ask the other one if he agrees or disagrees, and then they'll have 15 seconds to explain why. My God, this timed everything, so... Friendship is about timing. That's what Harry Stanford always says. <laughs> sure. That's some, that's some Harry Stanford logic. Nick, I'm going to come back to you about this Harry Stanford thing. Yeah, well, we got to go over that. Uh, so kicking this off um, from these very scientific questions, uh, Aaron, what is your friend's fave part of your life to talk about? Is it A, everything, B, your love life, C, the person in third period that has a crush on you, or D, your personal life? I gotta say C. I think it's the person in third period who has a crush on me. Now, it's out of those, it's it's most closely A. Bird, what do you think? Do you think that your friends also talk about everything in your life, or do you think they relegate it to your love life, the person in third period that likes you, or your personal life? I, I feel like uh, B, C, and D are the same answer, right? But um, oh. as I was thinking about that question and answer, yeah, I also have to agree, everything. I think when my friends and I talk, it's not even also so much about things in my life. Exactly. You kind of just riff on shit or you... Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, if I talk about my love life, which is rare, I don't really like doing that. I used to, when I was younger, talk about my love life. But yeah, now I just, yeah, there's just more important things to talk about. Amen to that. Yeah. I think we're ready for our next question here. We'll start with Bert this time. Do your friends ever talk about your crushes or your mates in a bad way? A, yes, they always criticize my choices. B, no, instead they crush on them too. C, Never. They know I'll beat the crap out of them. Or D, no, because we both do the same to each other for fun. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, yeah, all those answers are insane. Um, okay. Don't mock the process. This is scientifically <laughs> chosen. We refined this for years. Years. <laughs> We were waiting for a pandemic to execute it, but it was a year long process, uh, many years long process. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with B. Um, uh, Cause yeah, the, I, I've noticed it's a pattern. The people I tend to like, my friends tend to also gravitate towards and it's, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with B. All right, B, know they instead they crush on them too. And Aaron, do you need me to repeat the choices? 
No, I think I would also go with B, even though none of these answers describe my life. That might be the closest <laughs> one. Well, it is the process, so that's what we're going with. Um, I think we got a couple more. All right, what's your idea of a good couple's night out? Oh, how did a romance one get in there? This is not a romantic- Gabby, please, please take that out. Please go to the next one. All right, what sort of holiday would you envisage, that's the real spelling of the quiz I found online, uh, taking with a partner. I believe they need to say envision, but I'm going to trust the process here. Why is everything about a partner? Gabby. Nick, this one slipped in there too. Gabby. Damn it. We are not talking about romance in this game. There is no romance. Only friend. Once again, Nick and I do not believe in romance. Love actually doesn't exist. There's only friendship. So what sort of, uh, we'll, we'll amend the question. What sort of holiday would you envisage taking with a friend? A, a staycation. B, a walking tour. C, sign us up for the space tourism. <laughs> or D, a week in Venice. If the money and time available is not a hinderment to this, then Venice, why not? I love a staycation, but I mean, realistically it'd be the staycation, but if Venice is an option, I'll take it. Um, I've not been to Italy. I have a lot of family in Italy and um, I know Venice is amazing. I have a, a good friend who recently, well, right before COVID went to Venice and loved it. But you also said space tourism. Is that, was that one of the answers? Yes, one of the answers was sign us up for the space tourism. <laughs> Sign us up for the space tourism. I don't know, there's something very adventurous about that. If I had a friend who was down to get launched into space for a while, just to, to do that, fuck yeah, that would be that would be my, of those three, and you could do anything, and like Aaron said, time and money wasn't an issue. Yeah, space tourism. I mean, don't get me wrong, I know Italy would be amazing, but space, holy shit, that would be, in my opinion, just you, you'd come back a, a completely new being after witnessing that. I think you're getting me a little bit on board with space tourism. I am. Um, I'm. I'm just afraid. Like the the. It takes depends on where depending on where you're going. Space travel mm. takes a really long time the way it is right now, and I don't want to die in space. I saw a movie <laughs> recently with um. What's the one Brad Pitt did where he's in space? Oh yeah. At Astra. I saw Ed Astra, and I was already a little afraid of space. That made space really terrifying to me. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but. No, I haven't. Is it? Is it like this? Brad Pitt get stuck in space and you have to deal with shit that goes down. Just imagine going on a journey. You don't know if you'll find what you're looking for, and it takes forever. And you're the only person on the spaceship, and you're just waiting with endless nothing around you. That is literally life. You're on a journey. You don't know where you're going. You're on a spaceship. But the difference is, you have people with you. And not people that are dead, floating dead bodies with you. Well, it seems we have a consensus. Um, space is cool, Ad Astra is not. And now we are on to our final round. Nick, do you want to tell us about it? Yes, this will be a speed round. Gabby and I oh. will take turns asking one of you a very quick question. You are to provide a rapid fire response, 15 seconds or less, preferably less, 10, five, seven, whatever you can come up with. and. As soon as you give your answer, there's no explanation. We just immediately go on to the next person and the next question. If we're feeling good, I'm gonna go ahead and get this started. So first question is for Aaron. Aaron, what is your favorite Chinese food dish? I have not, American Chinese food? I haven't had Chinese food in a long time. Uh, sesame chicken. No, sweet and sour chicken. 
Uh, Burr, this is for you. Where do you want to get married? If I were to get married, I would want to get married in India. Great. Aaron, how many cats is an appropriate amount to have? Oh, you can never have enough. Acceptable. Bird, do you sit or squat while wiping? What is preferred? Uh, uh, I do a ha- ha- in between, like a little squat sit. Yeah, was squatty pun. I wish. Aaron, pizza or tacos? Ooh, tacos. Bird, broccoli stems or broccoli leaves? Bird, there's a right and a wrong answer to this. Man, I'm gonna go uh, broccoli leaves? Aaron, if you could add a person to Mount Rushmore, who would it be? Lightning round. Lightning! First person. Greta Thunberg? Bird, who's the best beetle? John Lennon. I agree. Aaron, morning, noon, or night? Noon. Bird, are sweet smells better than fruity smells? Yeah. Aaron, if you were to commit a murder, what weapon would you use? Gun, it's gotta be easy and quick. Bird, would you rather hike or watch a movie? Hike. Aaron, K-pop or hip-hop? Hip-hop. And finally, for, this is for both of you actually to answer. Uh, let's go Bird first and then uh, Aaron. Uh, Bird, what is Meryl Streep's best role? I'm gonna go with the only one I can think of right now, Doubt. Oh, that's a good one. Aaron? Well, I, I was thinking of so many. Doubt is so good. But when I think of Meryl Streep, I think of two movies. I think of Death Becomes Her, mm. and I think of The Devil Wears Prada, but I'm going to have to mm. go with The Devil Wears Prada. I think I feel like maybe she's most well-known for that, but I really like the performance, too. Even though the movie is, like, fine. The experiment, Nick, it's working. I think it's working. I think it's working. And so I think what we're going to do here is now that you guys have spent so much time with each other, we're going to give each of you the opportunity to explain the other person's life story. Oh, man. Now that you've gotten to know them, you're going to tell us all about their life. Bird, why don't you start us off first? Tell us Aaron's life story as you know it. So Aaron is a really hilarious comedian. I think his passion is comedy, but I think as all of us comedians, we have a little psychic to keep us going. And so he works with uh, getting supplies to schools. I think he's like a sweet natured, kind person, just personality wise. I think his comedy is probably very witty and very observational. And I think that he, let's see, I think he moved to New York to pursue comedy. He's making a new territory in the, in the comedy scene. I think, I think at least what I know of stand-up comedy, it's, it's very straight white male heavy. And I think Aaron is, is, is in a way, he's, he's able to be in that community, but he's also staking out his own type of comedy within that world. Um, so I don't know how much to say or keep going. I could keep going, but maybe for time, I'll just stop at that. Bird, that is so sweet. And uh, most of it was right. <laughs> All right, Aaron, why don't you go ahead and tell us all about Bird's life? Okay, Bird was born in the 80s, and he likes such 80s things. And he's a funny, fun, chill guy who wears fun shirts, and he works for the city of New York, and he's an improv master. I can tell that for him. I I also feel like he's a very um, sort of mindful person very um i think in tune with his emotions i think he has a um a reverence for culture and fun shirts <laughs> and i think um artistic things have always been a part of his life in in all forms 
I, I think down to his soul, he is a good person who always continues to strive for that good. That's the vibe I'm getting. Uh, I, I think I think I'll wrap it up there. How much of it's true, Bird? Most of it's true. Well, it seems like you got each other's stories exactly right, which is a big part of friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Nick, you and I are going to talk about how I didn't get your story right about this experiment. I thought it was Mary Stanford. Um, we will do our, our, our final game, and it will be a shorter one before we get to the decision of, is this a new best friend? Uh, the final game is simple. Um, it is possibly the most straightforward game we have. It is possibly the most important. I want you to do a fuck, marry, kill friend with the four Hollywood iconic redheads. So that is fuck, marry, kill friend. I'm going to write them in the chat. Amy Adams, Isla Fisher, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Jessica Chastain. Take a minute. It's hard. To review. I want you to really think about it. And then I want you to write your answer in the chat. All right. We've got birds answers in. Aaron, are you going to reveal your... Oh, got it. Okay. You guys, after all this time, after so many questions, so many little ways of getting to know each other, had completely different answers for every single (laughs) category. Michael Bird would fuck Jessica Chastain, friend Isla Fisher, kill Bryce Dallas Howard, and marry Amy Adams. Aaron Abelot Clemens would marry Isla Fisher, kill Jessica Chastain, fuck Bryce Dallas Howard, and friend Amy Adams. Mm. Abby, well, the good thing is that we discovered that although we've been very... Can uh, we explain our answers? No, I don't think we need to. Nick... This has been a very productive experiment, don't yes. you think? I, I, I feel like this is uh, this is going to be the moment of truth, though. Like, have our experiments really proven out the way that we thought they would? So what we're going to do now is it's decision time. We're going to give each of you uh, one minute to explain uh, whether or not you think that the other is your new best friend. Yes or no, and then any reasoning along with that. And hopefully you both have the same answer or else the second person is going to be very awkward. (laughs) So let's kick it off with Aaron. Aaron, do you feel that Bird is your new best friend? Bird, how can I say this? Uh, Of course. (laughs) Of course Bird is my new best friend. Um, I feel like there's a lot of gaps. You know, there's... Uh, I felt very, a little under pressure from some of the games and some of the time limits, but I would love to get a post-pandemic coffee. I don't do coffee, (laughs) but um, I would love to sit and watch you drink coffee. So I I can see, you know, a a, a best friendship uh, incoming on the horizon. So when I think about someone who is my best friend, the qualities that they would have uh, would be first and foremost, kind, funny, witty, good looking, nice laugh. Interesting. <laughs> the good looking part doesn't, I'm joking there, I guess, but. <laughs> <laughs> My friends have to be hot. <laughs> I would say, Aaron, 
Absolutely. I would love to grab a post-pandemic coffee with you. You seem like someone that's easy to talk with. I feel like we could easily have banter back and forth. I think you have a really great sense of humor. Um, I know we haven't, we didn't really have a deep chance to like talk, talk outside of uh, the games, but Socrates has a quote that you can learn more about a person in two hours of play than you can in two years of conversation. And I would say that at least in this hour and uh, a half of play, I've really enjoyed getting to know you. I'm the type of person that I think you are. Uh, I don't, I have a no asshole rule. So I don't really like hanging out around assholes. Uh, I want to say assholes. I mean, just like the energy drainers, like the negative, like I hate life. Those kind of people, I cut them out of my life as soon as I can. Um, you seem the opposite of that. And I, I like surrounding myself, surrounding myself with positive, um, go lucky, joyful people. And that's the vibe at least I'm getting from you. And so, I'd, yeah, I'd love to just, you know, whenever I meet someone like that, I, I'd like to um, keep that person in my radar just because it's like, yeah, the good people have to stick with each other. Well, thank you, bird. You are the word. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you probably heard that too many times. Gabby, during that conversation, I, I started um, adding up the totals and, mm. and crunching the numbers and, and looking at the, the test results. And I think we did it. I think we made two new best friends. <laughs> I think we did. And coming up next week, there may be two more. Please tune in. My name is Gabby. That's Nick. And please enjoy this new best friendship that has formed. Yes. Thank you, Michael Bird. Thank you, Aaron Abelak Clemens, so much for joining us. And we are so excited to watch your new best friendship flourish. 